Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Rosa Ritchie of the Shepparton News. I think I need to make that introduction a little less serious. Rosa, welcome to the studio. How are you today? I'm pretty well. So as the intro just said, um, that mystery woman, I wonder who she is, uh, Rosa Ritchie of the Shepherd and News, the week that was, she has come to tell us everything that's happened this week and um, she chose that song, Justin Timberlake, with Can't Stop the Feeling because we wanted something a little bit upbeat for a Friday despite some concerning news, Rosa. Yes, the second, now the current outbreak of COVID-19 is completely separate to the one that uh, kicked off in August. So now we've Is that good or bad? I don't know if it's good or bad that it's separate. Good, I suppose. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good because it means that, well, it proves that we've actually completely quashed an outbreak before. Great word, that quash, isn't it? Yeah, I'll borrow that. Let's quash this one. Yeah. So it is good, uh, but it is growing and the exposure site list continues to grow as well. So that's where we feel a little bit concerned. Yes, and we probably can't go into the details of that now because there's many and it's always specific about the date and the time and often it's a one-hour window here or there. But you were worried about that one at the Vic Hotel. Well, it was just the latest... uh, Well... that we know honest, I haven't looked at the list this morning yeah. because I'm not a morning person, so I was I had my skates here. on to get here. Yeah. Um, so I haven't looked this morning. But last night, um, the Vic Hotel was the gaming room was listed mm. as a tier one exposure site, um, and yesterday the Nido Early Learning Centre was also tier one. So as, as well as Shepherd and Marketplace now having tier one, two, and three exposure take your pick, sites, yep. you know, take your pick. So. Um, if you've been out shopping this week, have a very close look at the exposure site list. And and uh, you were writing yesterday on the Shepparton News blog that they were having challenges with staff, of course, being away now. Yeah, so uh, Commonwealth Bank at the uh, marketplace had to close for the day because they didn't have enough staff to run the store, which is... Again, Gee, do, a little achingly I mean, familiar. No, no, I'm just like, do banks actually have staff now? I thought they only had like about one or two people when you go in there anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Commonwealth Bank, not picking on you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sure some others share that question. At um, least, uh, yeah, ATMs continue to work. <laughs> yes. Which, uh, which is probably a good thing, not that I go to them very often these days. Anything else we need to know about in that space for this week, Rosa? Well, the testing sites yesterday were overwhelmed in the afternoon. Um, By overwhelmed, I mean they reached capacity. So it was really busy and it was wonderful that people came forward for a test. Um, But I suppose the um, messaging the last time we had an outbreak was if you need to get a test, you show up and there's a huge queue. It's okay to come back later in the day. Um, Or if, if you remain isolating at home, coming again as soon as you can, it's okay. So yeah, so long as you're isolated. Yeah. So long as you're isolating, mm. don't beat yourself up if you can't get a test immediately. Um, yeah, don't panic. Yeah. And uh, won't it be great when we've got these at-home tests and we can just do it ourselves? Yeah. Although, although 
I'm wondering how that gets monitored. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say uh, I haven't actually read how they work and I'm wondering, if, do we have to swab our own nasal I cavity? I don't think so. <laughs> I had a friend on Facebook this week. Um, he was having some um, constructive, uh, um, I don't know what the word is, surgery anyway uh, to fix a broken nose of the past and he had a picture of himself with you know bloodied nose and bandages and stuff and he's and he posted it and said it's not a, don't worry folks it's not a coronavirus test that went wrong <laughs> i've had some rough ones and i've had some that i barely felt so yeah. it's luck of the draw yes i don't know what's worse the vaccination i, I think the vaccination pain was less than the the test pain actually mm. so but terry let's not deter anyone from getting it no i mean neither of them are very painful for, for very long anyway or, yeah. or painful at all i certainly uh mm. didn't have any issues with vaccination at all okay so we can probably move on from that story what else do we need to know about from this week rosa well, we have some nice art gallery and museum news. Mm-hmm. So MOVE, yes, uh, the auto museum or how best to describe it. Museum of Vehicle museum. Evolution, but yes. it has things like costumes in it. Yes, mm. it's open now. So uh, that's exciting that we came out of lockdown, something could actually open and in time for the school holidays. Yes, I haven't dropped in there yet. I will do so soon. And we have an opening date for uh, all five stories of Sam. So November 20, the um, Shepherd and Art Museum will open properly and fully and completely, which is very exciting. Okay, so completely, because I think next week um, part of it might be starting with a soft opening. Maybe I'm not allowed to say that. (laughs) But um, I think that, you know, leading up to that date, there will be some, you know, bits and pieces opened yeah and i've seen i saw on facebook um some people already rehearsing rehearsing for the opening there'll Ooh, be a bit of a dance or a, a song a, or something some sort of performance okay I, I had i saw something about that on facebook so and i also saw that uh, i was wondering why they had scaffolding on the outside but i saw that there were some glass panels that were damaged originally and it took a long time uh, for them to come I think from maybe from overseas somewhere so that they've been uh, replaced this week so I was thinking gee why have we got scaffolding there already but it was from the original build that there was a problem. The construction finished in January Mm. as I understand it yeah so it was just a little a little fix up so it's gleaming and fully ready for November. Yes excellent so museums opening what else Rosa? Uh, well, just turning back to COVID very briefly. Um, Couldn't help it, could you? We had two stories this week about vaccination rates in Greater Shepparton. So um, the, G, the, the average, the Commonwealth, this is based on Commonwealth statistics, um, the first dose is now at 84.8% and double dose is 47%. So what region is this for? Our region? This is for, yeah. For our LGA, um, and then the, st- the this other data set, um, which is about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander vaccination rates, is a little bit lower, which is a worry as we open up because we want that priority group of our uh, community to be as vaccinated as possible before restrictions ease. So um, the first dose rate for First Nations people is fifty six point six percent at the moment. And there are 28.4% uh, fully vaccinated. Mm. So be good to see that improve. It would. And in September, when Prime Minister Scott Morrison had a Zoom with community leaders from Shepparton, 
uh, Rumbalara's chief, Felicia Dean, was saying that the problem is absolutely not hesitancy and they even have a wait list. So it, um, what she said at the time was that it, it was about staffing, um, making sure that they have, you know, Aboriginal people to administer the doses at, uh, uh, for Aboriginal people at Rumbalara. So I got in touch yesterday with Vacho, which is the overarching body that um, manages Aboriginal community-run health organisations around Victoria, and they, they're going to get back to me about um, some, some plans that may be in the work to help address that. Great. Yeah. Keep us posted on that one then. Will do. You've been doing a lot of other stories too. Just trying to think of some that caught... Well, they all caught my interest, of course. Um, I did have a fun one this week. Okay. Fun one. Fun is always good. Yeah, fun was TikTok uh, in Greater Shepparton. Uh, I went and spoke to a couple of businesses that are using TikTok as a marketing tool. For those that don't know what TikTok is, maybe you need to fill them in. So if you have, and I wrote this in the story, if you've got a teenager at home, you're more likely to know what Ah, TikTok is. I read that. And do you know what? I've been um, on, when I say on TikTok, not really posting anything much, but just looking at it. And my sons, who were well, one's a teenage, one's a preteen, they just they just disparage it. They think it's a real like they call me a boomer and stuff. So they wow. they think that yeah, TikTok is kind of not their space. So I don't know. Well, the key demographic is young women apparently. So, okay, so that's what it so, is. I don't have any young women in my household. <laughs> so the yeah, I think about sixty percent of users are um, under the age of twenty four and. A, a woman or a girl, um, but it, it actually has content for everyone. If you if you can find um, your niche on TikTok, yeah, it's and cool. So, it's really cool. Yeah. So what Horseland have done um, is they've started making TikToks, and and, and they're employing um, a teenager called Lily, who's seventeen, and she she has the technical skills, and her manager Karina um, has all these fun ideas, and so they're using it. Sure, it is a marketing tool and it's free. It is free advertising, but it's also very playful. They have a ball creating them, and um, it's very easy to use. There's all sorts of effects, and it's very easy just to press of a button. Yeah, so they so they they make essentially TikTok. You make little short videos, and they're usually combined with really fun music. There might be silly effects, and you can cross promote those on uh, or put them on other platforms as well after you've created them. Yeah, and that's how. So the probably one of the most predominant tiktok accounts in the gv is pizza place they're known as hsp kings which is halal snack pack kings on tiktok and they've been doing it for more than a year and um yeah muhammad one of the owners he said he he started using it because it was an easy way to make videos for instagram um but now they're famous people come from melbourne to try their halal snack packs (laughs) because of what they see on tiktok well um you know that's good with hospitality businesses having all the challenges they've had i'm sure that anything any free tool like that that can get them some attention can only be a good thing so yeah check it out people check out tiktok get a tiktok account you don't have to post anything you can just flick through it it's uh it's kind of fun one of my favorite there's a tick there's a tiktok i can't remember what it's called but fast 10 or something it's like a quiz every day from a guy in melbourne i always enjoy doing that most of the time i don't know half the answers but it's just a fun little thing to do so there's all sorts of things like that on there check it out if you're wondering what it's all about i'm sure there's lots of people listening to this saying no (laughs) i think sorry i think you could surprise yourself though yeah it might be better than you think (laughs) okay rosa we better let you go better march or time is marching on as it does Uh, Thank you very much for your time this morning and we will hopefully catch up with you again next week. Pleasure to be here. Thank you.